I've worked in two bakeries so far in my life. Maybe that's a grand total, or maybe I'll knock a few more out before I kick the bucket. Who knows? What's that people say in movies? Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, now they say that in podcasts, too. And that's my story. Working in a bakery does not a baker make. I did other jobs. Sure, I've knocked out some baguettes, but I assure you that doesn't count. Time to try the real thing. The Mount Kilimanjaro of baking. Or maybe we'll just wimp out and cheat. You'll have to wait. Oh yeah, the essay's back. And so are we. On this week's episode of Do It Or Else. Bake a croissant. Do you buy your thermometer, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thermometer? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This is the weekly challenge podcast where me and my best buddy, I'll tell I'll uh, tell you his name later. We get together every week and we do serious challenges. That tell are him my name. Enrich our lives. Tell him my name. Shut shut up. We're not there yet. So I'm Dustin. That is Ryan. Hey. We were there. You lied. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey uh, this weather, Ryan. Oh this, my gosh. Oh my let's, gosh. Let's talk about the weather. First off, okay. I, I had a little resurgence on TikTok. I had a my weather video did pretty good. Yeah, um, you uh your your umbrella video. Yeah. And you used and, our song. Run. Uh pretty cool. Um interesting. Then my next video uh, did I did a like a Larry David curb your enthusiasm video, um, with this kid's awesome T-shirt or his awesome sweatshirt that says Virginity Rocks. Yeah, and I remember thinking that as a young kid in middle school, being told that my horniness was probably bad. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I don't. I never wanted to wear a sweatshirt like that. I don't think no, I, do I don't think so, I. I think I was proud of my uh, virginity for some odd reason, but I like uh, wasn't telegraphing that. I definitely wanted to touch girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 absolutely. But Still. how about this weather, Ryan? Yeah, how about this it? Weather this winter is like a baby boomerang. You know, you throw it away, screaming, goes away. Everything seems okay, but that baby's coming right back. Coming yeah. in to ruin up your schedule again. Well, well the freaking uh, Punxsutawney Phil didn't see a shadow or whatever, so he said early spring, so we were like, great. Then it was like super hot, and then... And then it snowed. And then it snowed, and then it rained And now for it's a month. hot again. Yeah. It's like... Everything flooded. Like you, gosh. We're dying down well, here. How are we going to... Get a break, you know. I need to invest in canoes, as well as cross country skis. Like what? This is out outrageous. It's and outrageous. I, I'm I'm planning my bug out bag. Okay. Okay. I'm. You know what a bug out bag is? Uh, I do, but tell me again. You need to have a bug out bag. Everybody needs to have a bug out bag, and it's really important to 
have a backpack ready at all times full of at least a day's worth of food and water and some clothes and some shelter and some knives and some tarp and some string and some technical cooking wear and some really cool gear. Like you just got to have a bug out bag. Keep a small bag. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah. For when the, the next hurricane comes or the flood comes, you know, and you gotta, you gotta get up and go and a lot of big, a lot of big hurricanes over there in Athens. Dude, we live at the bottom of a hill. Okay. Of a hill. And yeah. And this river is, I mean, I've been calling it the, the Mississippi junior. Oh yeah, over here, little sippy. Yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, that's a good. It rap made name. it all. It's totally skipped over Alabama, like everyone should do, and landed in our backyard. Little sippy. Yeah, little sippy, <laughs> little sippy cup. But okay. yeah, yeah, I've been putting good. I've been putting good food in my bug out bag. What would what you put you got- in your bug out bag? Uh, in my bug out bag, I mean, like Cliff Bar. Are you trying to get me to say uh, croissant? No, but uh, <laughs> I can't believe you're gonna have this whole backpack for one Cliff Bar. I mean, okay, uh, okay. Moving um, on. Multi, this is multi, a croissant multi, challenge. Multi tool baking challenge. Ryan Whoa. is inept at survival skills. <laughs> he has no bushcraft IQ. He brings one Cliff Bar. His survivor rating on Naked and Afraid is point one. Would you go on that show? I think I would. I don't. Wanna, I think I would. I don't want to be naked in front of people that much. I would immediately craft some type of uh, braided loincloth with like. Oh, is that allowed? Know. Are you allowed to cover yourself? You you get like supplies and stuff like that. So if there's some pants. Yeah, pants. I mean, I'd I'd make some type of technical loincloth with with pockets inside of pockets. You know, it, yeah. it'd be, it, yeah. And then, of course, I would kill something and use that skin as my. Um, what is that called? That the guy from, uh, shit. You thinking of pelt? Blanking on his. No, no. Oh, he rides a motorcycle. He's gay and really leaned into the heavy metal. It's, um, he like everyone thought he was like a Satanist and stuff like that in the oh, early metal days. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, uh, he rodes around on a motorcycle. He's like, vroom, vroom, He wears vroom. a lot of leather. A lot of leather. And he's like super gay and he's awesome and he's British and he's got this thing on his Johnson that makes his Johnson he's huge. Got a cod that's what I'm piece. trying to... You're thinking of a that's cod piece. <laughs> cod piece. Is that... You think that was the first technical loincloth they put a codfish in their loincloth to carry it around? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Glad we got to the bottom of that one. Um, you ready? Are you ready to talk about? This is serious. I mean, we can go into croissant, croissant witch <laughs> history. Oh, I love croissant witches. That's the that's what um, Burger King calls them. Mm-hmm, the king. Yeah. This is all unusable. Let's talk about croissants. Oh man, we're canceled. <laughs> Cue the info. Is his name Rob Halpert? That's who it is, it, Rob Halpert. But what's the name is of the that band? The guy, Iron Maiden. Is it Iron Maiden? I don't is think it's Iron Maiden. Is it? Is his name Halpert? Oh, I don't. I can't remember. Rob Halpert. I'm sorry. Rob Halpert. James Halpert. from the group Fat Judas Halpert. Priest. 
Judas Priest. This is one of Thank those you. Dustin yells into the microphone episodes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> Here we go. All right, Dustin, when you think about the croissant, uh, what do you think of? Um, a beautiful day on an outdoor patio in France drinking tiny coffees. So you feel like the croissant is a French food? Yeah, you, you have to affect a France, a croissant. Well, the history, the history of the croissant is actually quite a bit older than what you're thinking of a French okay. 20th century patio. This, okay. This goes back to the mid or early 1500s in Vienna. Uh-huh. The siege of Vienna. We're talking about warfare oh, wow. here. So, Suleiman the Magnificent of the Ottoman Turks, one of the greatest empires of the world, um, is expanding into Hungary from Constantinople, from Istanbul, right? That's a long walk. Of course they'd be hungry. It's uh, also in the Mediterranean. So they're expanding <laughs> up into, into <laughs> Hungary uh, in like kind of Ukraine and that sort of area from Constantinople, Istanbul, which, you know, had been the seat of the Roman Empire in this era. Rome no longer yes. really mattered. Istanbul really mattered. Um, so uh, he, in, in addition to being the sultan of the Ottoman Turks, he was also Roman emperor just for right of conquest, for fun. basically. It's like, yeah. Yeah, he had taken over Rome, basically. But Rome was still in the hands of Christendom and the Habsburgs, mostly, who okay. controlled the Holy Roman Empire, which is like a confederation of different cities and countries, states of Europe, mostly Catholic. My or actually all Catholic. brain is spinning. Like, I feel like I'm... Uh in the middle of one of those Indiana Jones montages where the map, he's jumping yeah. all across the map. We're jumping all across Okay, here. So, I'm following you. So you've got the Habsburgs. And this is at the time of, also in France, you have like the Bourbons, right? King Louis. Yeah, I know them. Okay. Yeah, for the, sure. The Sun King yeah, and all. Man. He built uh, the Palace of Versailles. Okay. That's that's the time we're in. So yeah, we're It's <laughs> the Gilded Age. The Roaring Twenties. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, the Roaring 1520s. So um, back back in sort of Hungary and Ottoman Empire, they're expanding and they're trying to figure out, uh, at the time, kings and, and generals just invaded things for their own pride. But because the Habsburgs controlled the Roman Imp- Holy Roman Empire and called themselves Holy Roman Emperors, the, Ooh, yeah. Solem- uh, the Sultan of the Ottoman Turks was like, hey, that's actually my title. I'm gonna come take it from you. Uh, so uh, the main place no, you didn't. The main city is Vienna in Austria, right? So yeah. and it's right next to Hungary. So yep. the Turks come invading in with an army of one hundred thousand soldiers um, and oh, levies. Um, they're mostly Muslims, but they also have a bunch of Protestant backers because the Habsburgs are terrible to Protestants. So. They've just fought the Thirty Years' War, and they're killing a bunch of Protestants. So a bunch of Muslims and Protestants are going to invade Vienna. But Vienna uh, prepares for this, and they build up special parapets and defenses to resist the siege. 
So the siege oh, sets cool. in. The armies are tunneling in. They're blowing things up. They're attacking. They're attacking. They're attacking. Um, it takes like two and a half weeks. And eventually the city is like on bended knee. But the city survives. The And uh, a bunch of a huge Christian army from, I don't know, let's say Spain and uh, Poland shows up. And they run in and they make all the Ottomans leave. Okay, so Vienna is <laughs> uh-huh. saved, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of like white supremacists would be would tell the story of like this is how Christianity defeated Islam. This is like uh-huh. the great defense of Christianity, even though cr- there were Christians on both sides of this war. Um, like the guy right. who shot up those people in Christchurch, New Zealand, he yeah. talked about the siege of Vienna as if it was like. That's what he was doing. Uh-oh. He was going to kill a bunch of Muslims because he's great like that. So, but that's not what Dude, it was. Dude, I'm he's sorry wrong. to leave you on such a awful uh, non sequitur. Uh, my timer went off. I got to go check on my Chris oh, songs. Shit. Uh, you've got <laughs> like 60 seconds to fill this one man show. Go. Okay. So you'll still be on the phone, but you can't talk into the microphone, right? Yep. Okay. So uh, the. City is then saved, and the Ottomans left so quickly that they had a huge camp still there. And in the camp, um, there were all sorts of like jewels and diamonds because they've been living there for a couple weeks. It's this huge army, um, and like the sultan's there or whatever. So the soldiers come in and they start ransacking the camp. And one soldier comes and realizes that there's a whole bunch of beans there, and he's like, Oh, I know what these are. Uh, people in Vienna didn't really know what these were, but people in the Ottoman Empire knew what they were, and they were coffee beans. So he opened the first coffee house in Vienna, and nobody liked it because it's a bitter drink. Uh, and he was like, no, but people need to eat this. And so he commissioned a baker to bake something that would go well with this new coffee drink. Um, in addition to that story. We're just going to leave that story right there. There's a second story of when the Ottomans were tunneling into the city, digging under the walls. One night, the bakers of the city heard them tunneling into the walls and alerted the defenses so they could tunnel down into them and and stop whatever attack was coming. So there's two stories here. There's two kind of myths about the siege of Vienna. One, the guy who found the coffee beans, and two, the bakers who heard the people tunneling underneath. So... Out of this comes what we call the croissant. Uh, they called it. That a- is so interesting. I'm back. <laughs> Dustin yelling into the microphone. So what we call um, the croissant um, was far away. comes out of this siege, and it's called a uh, kipfer, something like that. And it's not quite the flaky croissant that we know it and love today, but okay. it's very, very popular in Vienna and Austria. So it's a big, famous kind of German treat. This kipfer. Um, uh, then. A couple years later, 100 years later or so, uh, Marie Antoinette, the princess of Vienna, marries uh, the son of King Louis, another King Louis, in France. So she goes to France. She brings with her this kipfer, and this uh, croissant is moved to France. People in France uh, don't like Marie Antoinette. They do like the croissant. They cut off her head. They continue to eat the croissant, and the croissant (laughs) is something that we know and associate with France today. Wow. And it's all because of coffee. Like it, yeah, it they, was be- they it, they wanted something to pair with coffee. Oh, and I should have said they made it in the shape of like a crescent, right? A C 
like a half moon, which is the symbol of the Ottomans and Islam. It was on their flag. And so it was like a oh, celebration. How about that? It's a celebration. Hey, we're eating our enemy's symbol. It's like if we had a, a star on our flag and somebody, oh, we do. And somebody killed us and then they ate star-shaped cookies and they were like, haha, we win. Whoa. And that's where Whoa. the croissant comes from. Uh, uh, Dustin, do you want to, so you just, you just finished bake, baking some croissants? I just pulled one fresh, hot out of the oven, like Betty Betty Crocker. Do you have it there in front of you? Yeah, it's I, I made a. Well, let's just go into the next yeah, segment. Let's do it. We have made it. The timer went off. <laughs> the crescent rolls are out of the oven. I am a world-class procrastinator when did you bake yours last night nice okay um we're gonna just roll into the uh, experience so far i decided you lovely listeners um i i I thought i'd be able to make some dough but apparently that's really hard oh god so i bought some dough yeah i bought some pillsbury dough you bought like the the can that pops the can yeah the pop 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 and are you afraid I of, are you one a, of those people who's afraid of opening those cans? No, I like to karate chop them yeah. open. Some um, people are terrified. The, I know, it's weird. I remember there was a great story of an EMT uh, that I met um, in when I did EMT school. And I guess it's an urban legend where a woman called 911. Uh, she, was, she took a nap in her car and she got shot in the head and she was holding her brains in <laughs> on the cell phone. And... They got there, and this woman had, like, put her groceries on the back, like, little window area in the, above the back seat of her uh-huh. car. Yeah. And had some dough in there, had some biscuits in there, and it, boom, exploded in her oh, car no. while she was taking a nap. And dough went, pfft, hit her in the head, and she felt it. And it was all wet, and she thought she was holding her brain in. God, that's so funny. Wouldn't that be so funny if for like an hour you thought you were holding your brain in that would and it be was so just funny. a biscuit? Gosh, gosh, that's yeah. funny. Gosh, that's really that's funny. A, and you're out 85 cents for the for the six count, you know, that sucks. Uh, but gosh, I did the de- I did the 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 crescent roll dough and I made um Danish a crescent Danish roll. Oh, what, so, do you, what did you put in there? I put well the Recipe called for cream cheese, lemon, sugar, and uh, preservatives, jelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have any cream cheese. I thought I did. Yeah. Um, but I did have cottage cheese. So okay, I not was the same just thing. Like let's not <laughs> no, not the same thing at all. And I decided to give that a whirl. And I think I made a pretty good. Two of them exploded, but I had two of them that turned out pretty darn good. Um, I think. I got it sitting right here in front of me. Are they too um, hot to I didn't, eat? It's been a couple minutes. I, you could probably take a bite. I didn't make a glaze yet, or I didn't make a glaze. Oh, you didn't um, do like the little egg wash? No, no. I just, because it was, the the cottage cheese was so wet, it, you know, I don't know. I'm going to give it a bite. Sorry for another eating on mic episode, but we'll see. This feels like a hot gusher. Dustin is biting the croissant gingerly. Man, that's fucking awesome. Is it good? That's really good. Yeah. That's and really easy. I need to clear. Easy to make. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. I need to clarify. I made a uh, um, 
I use these with the buttery crescent rolls. So the buttery, the cream cheese, the jelly, and of course the lemon and the sugar make it taste awesome. There you go. Completed um, the challenge. And I didn't make the glaze, so that's like a half cup of powdered sugar that it's not going to go straight to my hips. There so. you go. <laughs> this is delicious. All right. Tell me about your story. I, too, thought, okay, uh, maybe I'll put some time aside and make the dough. The dough process for this takes, um, I want to say, like, two days. You can you can get it done in two days. If you have four days, it's even better. Um, if oh, people, wow. If people don't know, like, the reason uh, croissants are so buttery and flaky is because they're made of layers. Like, you have a layer of dough, then a layer of butter, then a layer of dough, then a layer of butter, then a layer of dough, then a layer of butter, and you, like, roll it <laughs> flat every time. And there's something, like... 254 layers makes like a pretty basic croissant dough so like the the amount of layering that you have to do is pretty insane that's why a lot of bakeries don't even make their own croissant dough it's too much work uh they often buy it frozen because factories can make it you know automate it and it makes it possible to do oh wow so i also went with the uh pillsbury can um I last night for dinner, I was like, oh, I'll just make some of these Pillsbury croissants. So, you know, you shape them. You got to make sure you get that little C shape, right? You don't want a flat, straight one. That's kind of yeah. like an English one. But uh, yeah, so I made some uh, plain ones. Then I made some ham and cheese ones and we enjoyed those. Ooh, but I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought this isn't good enough. So I went above and beyond with the next step. I bought some of that uh, Petridge Farm, I think, if I can... Uh, Buzz Market, that brand, Pet- Petridge Farm, I think it is. Pepperidge. 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 And so I uh, yeah. I bought their frozen puff pastry dough, and I let that thaw, and then I, I got some flour out and set it down and rolled it thin, and then I got my pizza mm-hmm. cutter, and I cut it into triangles. This was, like, a little bit more involved, right? So I cut it into triangles, and I got some dark chocolate, and I made some dark chocolate uh, pan de chocolates. And I made some cream cheese and jelly ones, and I baked those. Oh, so nice. that so last night we had ham and cheese croissants from Pillsbury, and uh, some dessert ones. Oh, and I did the, like the little egg wash on top to make them shiny. Nice. Um, I did forget. I did forget you have had baking experience, working at Big City Bread. You know, sure. I've worked at two bakeries. I've worked at Big City Bread in Athens. And I worked at Theo's Brothers Bakery in Alpharetta, Georgia. Um, both experiences, yeah. I was not a baker. I didn't bake at either one of those jobs. The, uh-huh. the closest I got at Big City Bread was I would take already proofed dough and like lay it out and cut it and make baguettes with it for dinner. Oh, word. Um, yeah. And then I, then the next morning I would turn that into like French toast or something like that. But that was as far as mm-hmm. the – I mean, for working at places that bake like tons and tons and – like. For those two cities, those are two of the main bakeries. Um, and yeah. I never, never, ever learned how to bake. I do not know how to bake. I am bad at it. I will show you the pictures. of Even my like croissants that I made last night are ugly and bad. Um, <laughs> I, was a, I was a cook, so I know how to like make – or at one bakery, I was a delivery man. So I know how to do those things, but I have no clue. No clue how to bake. It is very difficult for me. Um, and I'm sure some listeners would be disappointed that we didn't make the dough, but come on, guys. It's too hard. It's yeah, it's way too hard for us. Give us a, a minus to your review, I guess. Yeah. Five star minus. Oh uh, yeah. People need to start giving us some five star reviews on iTunes and such. They don't have to give They haven't it to been us. doing it they for a while. They need don't, to don't, 
don't don't force anything on our. You guys have to. You have to give us five star reviews. That's this week's challenge. (laughs) Just say hi. Say something nice. Um, Hi. Well, I I uh, I think I'm. I kind of want to go get another uh, croissant and uh, rate this thing. Okay. Go go grab one. I'll listen to this ukulele music. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review a custom challenge. This week was your challenge, Dustin, so it's my job to create the scale. Make it. Bake it. And just, it. just like we cheated and didn't make our own dough, I'm going to cheat and make up this scale based on dough, if that makes <laughs> any sense at all. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, what did I say? 250 or so layers make up a, cro- yeah. make up a croissant dough. Uh-huh. So on a scale of one to two hundred and fifty, how do you review it? What do you rate it? Um, my my scale that I've been thinking about for the last forty minutes has been like a roller coaster of emotions. Okay. So like I uh, got the dough and I thought I had all the ingredients and I get to the refrigerator and I go from like a go from like a solid one fifty one seventy five down to like a a fifty. I'm like, man, I don't have the I don't have the cream cheese. This, this is gonna suck. Whatever. All right, I'm gonna try it. Then as I'm putting them together, it's like way too runny, and I'm not able to pinch the dough fucking fast enough. Gah! I'm sorry. Sorry, Grandma. Grandma. Uh, but I just couldn't pinch the dough fast enough, so I kept like squirting out the sides. It was like making a really long dumpling, if that makes sense to to how I made this. So I pinched out these long slugs of dough and goop and then rolled them up and they kept breaking. So I had to, you know, two of them broke, but two of them ended up working just fine. And I went from a 50 to like a 190 when I bit into that, that, when I bit into that crescent roll, that little nugget I made for the listeners. Um, if you've ever had like a steamed bun from, uh, uh, you know, a like a Vietnamese Chinese or, or Japanese yeah. food or like a Korean food. Like they've got yeah. the little bun of rice and maybe there's pork in the middle or something like that. But it was kind of like that, the way it's kind of swirled on itself. It's like a thick knot almost, but not. Uh, it's a it's like a thick spiral. Yeah. Um, and it was delicious. And I was hungry and it was like perfect. And I did have some coffee. I've been drinking coffee. And man, it was perfect. Like it paired great with my coffee and it ended up being a lot better than what I thought because I thought the cream cheese you know would would could never be replaced but the cottage cheese was delicious got a new so, recipe I got a new recipe but um, I'll, I'll post a picture of it the 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 soup I made this mix I made looks like vomit so um, <laughs> yeah cottage cheese has a has a unfortunate yeah. texture imagine imagine like throwing up after drinking two cups of like purple kool-aid that's what it looks like so sorry about that um 190 i give it a 190 layers this is easy and delicious absolutely um i had a pretty fun experience making these little croissants last night courtney got home from work and as she was like getting herself ready for the evening I started going into the kitchen, putting these things together, and like they were coming out in stages, so I would just bring them to her, and we were kind of eating, walking around, which was fun. 
Um, I will say eating a bunch of croissants for dinner uh, doesn't feel good. Uh, oh, no. It hurts your tummy. Cause it's just, Are it's you like, feeling a little like, inflamed? I feel fine today, but yesterday that was just too much bread. Mm-hmm. So I think croissants are one of those things, obviously, best in moderation. Um, best. And for that reason, I think it might just be better to buy croissants. Like, go to a bakery and get one for $2.50 rather than make yeah. 15 for $5. Just because you don't really want more than one. Um, yeah. Because once you make them, you got to eat them, right? I yeah. Mean, I you, feel like yeah, exactly. we have that problem. Like, I think... Anytime I've ever eaten with you, we don't leave anything. Oh like, God, on the no, table. no! I don't know how and to it's do like, that. It's bad. So this morning I woke up and ate a bunch of leftover croissants. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I think maybe I'm gonna give this a. So I loved hanging out and making them, and I enjoyed eating them for the most part. But I'm gonna give making croissants a one seventy five out of two hundred and fifty because. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it, they're fun to eat. They're enjoyable. It's easy if you buy the dough. If you're making the dough, yeah. I think this is a whole different kind of life experience. But yeah. um, I think I'm gonna. St- I mean, it's an easy dinner, but I'm gonna stick to getting my croissants at little French bakeries. I think. Yeah, I think. That's or my unless plan. unless you have a party, unless you're having like a brunch party at your house. Yeah, but I don't do that. I'm never you having a brunch know. party at my house. You might. You might. I mean, do you feel like I'm going to throw a freaking brunch party? If you come over, you bring breakfast. You bring me breakfast. Yeah, but next time you're you got to make croissants. I'll give you something. You just got to make something. I'll make you what I've been eating for breakfast lately. Okay, peanut butter and banana burritos. Peanut butter and banana burritos. Peanut. Love it. I'm a toddler. Yeah. I want your peanut butter and banana burritos. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't want any new Dustin. Tele- Dustin, what? it's a quick show. We got to pick next week's challenge. Let's pick it. Here comes the ukulele. Ready to pick a new challenge, sir. Boy, I'm, howdy, Bobby Boucher. I'm ready for a new hey, how challenge. How about that, Adam Sandler? How about that, Adam Sandler getting an Independent Spirit Award? He's the best. I Not didn't see Academy Uncut Gems, but he's great. He's great. Okay. I love to stand up last year. New challenge. Last week was your challenge, so that makes this week my challenge. But you told me what this week's challenge should be, so I'm not even going to pretend you didn't. And it's a great yep, challenge. I thought. I thought of this idea, and I thought this could be another Two Men and a Baby episode, something that we just both agreed to do. Yeah, this is a Two Men and a Baby, and it's, it's lovely. It's a good idea. Dustin says, call your grandparents. Yeah, call your grandparents. Call your grandma and record the conversation that you have. Just call your to, gosh darn like, grandma. Gosh darn it, call your grandma. And here's the challenge for you. Try to keep them on the phone as long as possible because they probably think it's long distance and still need to, like, save you money by saying just a few things and then hanging up. You know, My grandma tries to squeal out of conversations like uh, a a snake in the hands of Steve Irwin, you know. 
That's what so, I do. I hate talking on the yeah. phone. Well, I'm surprised we do it so often. Well, it's just a little different. Take these skills to your grandma and your grandpa. Call uh, your gosh darn living, grandparents. Yeah. If they're still living, this is an opportunity to just like capture a conversation that you, you, you'll be able to look on in a few years when they're they're gone. Because yeah. they and will if, be gone. If your grandparents and, are gone, call your parents. And if your parents are gone, call your aunt and uncle or call your kids. Call somebody. Yeah. Give them a call. That's yeah. really the we're challenge. Calling, we're calling. We're connecting. And record it. And... You know, if you if you get a funny joke, a funny laugh or something, tell us about it. Tell us tell us how your conversations went. You call us at 724-DO-IT-POD. Oh, Did yeah, you know that's that? the phone number, 724-DO-IT-POD. Yeah. Give us a call. Tell us what your grandma said. Uh, Justin, how could they reach out to us on Instagram? Instagram is at do-it-pod. At do it pod. No. Uh, no. Is that right? No, it's no at that's do not. it or else pod. At do it or else. I was going to say, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Golly geez. At do it or else pod. Uh where can they email us? At do it or else pod at gmail.com. Boom. Those are how you get in contact with us, people. We will announce or Call us. Call us. We will announce the uh winner of the slogan contest next week. Next um, week. It's coming at you, babies. Adventure Dinks. Adventure Just Sinks. Do it. Why not? Adventure babies. Adventure sinks. Adventure babies. Yeah. Thank you oh, guys yeah. so much for listening to this quick one. Love ya. We we like you. Now I listen. Come here. Come here. I love you. Okay. You you better be loving me back because my love is like a wrecking ball. Okay. You gave me like a wrecking ball. I never felt so hard in love. All I wanna do is break your walls. All you ever do was wreck break me. You That's pretty good. Oh god. Me. How far can you stick your tongue out, Ryan? Not Show very it to me. far. Uh, how's that look? Uh, oh, yeah. Miley got you beat. Yeah. Miley, my girl. Alright. Listen to Miley Cyrus, people. Give her a chance. You gave me 